And welcome to the BQBL Failcast for week six, 2018, our second podcast ever. I'm uh, your reluctant host, Alex. Uh, Dr. Matt, are you there? I am here. I would say this is this is maybe two point something since we tried two days ago and failed. That's true, but um, I guess the peek behind the curtain is uh, is important here. We are not good at podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. We're just not. Well, it's on brand for the failcast. It's true, um, although we can't award points for that, unfortunately. Um, this was a uh, this was an interesting week, though. We almost had some. Um, we almost had some some really spectacularly high scores, um, but you know, quarterback injuries were the cause of uh, backup quarterbacks to come in and play pretty well. Um, yeah, things considered, at, at least for some of the times of some quarterbacks who we'll discuss. There were a lot of surprises. There was a lot of roller coaster, right? I mean, I think between the Brock Osweiler and Nathan Peterman, both had sort of, oh, they're playing. Oh, wait, they're actually playing okay. Uh, one of those obviously worked out differently than the other, but uh, there, was, there, was, there was definitely a bit of a roller coaster for both those quarterbacks. Yeah, and uh, after a number of weeks of, of us scoring pretty high, um, we had another one of those weeks where it's not clear that we know what we're doing um, <laughs> or that we at all know which teams to start at any point in time. Yep, that's, that's pretty much right. There was a, a lot of high scorers on the bench. There were a lot of not high scorers started. Uh, Will and I tied this week at seven, two weeks after we tied at negative one. Um, so we know equally little about what we're Well, I mean, technically, you guys know equally little, but you know slightly more than what you did two weeks ago. Well, that's true. And, slow, uh, prog slow progress on that one. Um, <laughs> and only, but only one team scored in the negative this week. Um, which is, and it was a surprise. It was and Nick, it, and it was Nick, our fear, our our number one team going into the week. And spoiler alert: he does not come out of the week as number one. Yeah, but, new but we'll leader. Get, but we'll get there eventually. Um, I think that um, the game that's kind of that for me was the most exciting, not only because I started uh, one of the teams, but because I owned both teams and it produced the most points. It had to be the Buffalo Houston game. You know, that game was, was BQBL gold. Well, I wouldn't exactly say it was BQBL gold all around. Um, it certainly was from, um, you know, uh, in the end it was. Uh, it, it certainly wasn't for part of it. It looked like Nathan Peterman was going to come in and be successful. Um, you know, it takes a lot for Nathan Peterman to fool you into thinking he's going to succeed. But he honestly did for a little bit there. Um, which really was the genius of, of performance. Yeah, I, you sent me an article earlier this week about how Nathan Peterman is probably the best bad quarterback in the history of the league. Um, yeah, this is an article from Slate say that he's, he's sort of a masterful performer and his, his performance belongs in the Louvre. I agree. I mean, we, we discussed this earlier this week, but I don't think it would be out of bounds for us to call the MVP award of BQBL given, or I guess you could call it MVP or LVP. It's, it's kind of the same thing, but it should be awarded to the, um, the most valuable bad quarterback. And we should probably call it the Peterman, right? I, I mean, that's, that's probably right. I certainly have not seen a quarterback spawn more, you know, long paragraphs about how terrible he is 
right? I mean, sort of tracing through the Nathan Peterman got the start and had the worst performance uh, ever after get, before getting benched after one half. He then came back, started the season, and had a zero QBR before getting benched. Came back in eventually and then threw a touchdown on his first drive. Um, and then just when you thought he had a chance to lead a game-winning drive in a tie game, it went the other way. I mean, if this were in a business context, you'd be asking, whose kid is that? Like, you'd be looking around in the boardroom, and you'd be like, whose kid is that? Is that someone's nephew? What are we doing here? Why is this guy keep getting jobs? But well, it, the I mean, more amazing lines I, I saw on, on stories, which, is, which was, um, you know, Derek Anderson is going to start this week, um, which we talked about is, is close to, but not 24-7 points because he was signed the week before. But but the article saying, yeah, he had to start Derek Anderson because if he started Nathan Peterman again, he would have lost the locker room. This is McDermott. It was pretty I mean, that statement is is incredible. <laughs> that the backup quarterback is so bad that if you start the backup quarterback, even in the case of an obvious injury to the starter, that you would lose the locker room. Yeah. 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 You if you started the backup quarterback versus a guy who's thirty five years old who you picked up the week before, locker room is out. Honestly, I can't believe that that's not points. It's we probably we've probably drawn the definition too na- too narrowly, but at the same point, it's drawn where it's drawn. If we're going to change it, we'll change it in the off season. Yeah, and I I admit I've made a mistake this week. I should have been listening to more Buffalo Bills radio because um, I feel like talk radio would have been spectacular this week, and I have I, I missed out. Oh, I I think Buffalo in um in Native American it means Schadenfreude. <laughs> um, I think I think that's actually the definition and the the technical translation of it. So yeah, I think- well, I can I can tell you my I've told you both of these, but if anyone else listens to this, my two personal favorite moments listening to Buffalo Bills talk radio thus far are several years ago uh, hearing the talk radio hosts get excited about how good Tavares Jackson looked in preseason practice. Um, <laughs> that was spectacular. Uh, and earlier this year, uh, I heard a rant about. I, what are the Bills even doing? They have no receivers and they haven't even gone out and gotten anyone. They could have signed Bashad Perryman and they didn't even look at him. <laughs> it's crazy because it's almost like no one knows what's going on. It's almost like a whole city where everyone's just stumbling around in the dark. Um, <laughs> I, I assume it's that the, the cold weather has just totally infected people and that they're just numb to the world. Too many, too many broken tables. I don't know. Um, oh, anyway, it's true. I have seen the Bills Mafia. That that does seem accurate. Yeah. So uh, Buffalo scored 56 points this week, right? Top and top scoring team because not only did Peterman we sort of stop that story. Not only did he throw a pick six for the go ahead touchdown, he followed that up with another pick. So that was two game killing. Interception. Oh yeah, both within the final two minutes of the game. Yeah. Really poetry. To be down, or to be tied 13-13, to have the ball and the coach says, go out and get it. And then you throw a pick six. And then the coach says, it's okay, you can do it. We can come back. And then you throw another pick. You have to wonder, is he trying to fuck with them? Like, is... <laughs> He, those were his only two interceptions of the whole game. He played a remarkably un-Peterman-like game up until that point where, you know, he had relatively few mistakes and a touchdown. 
And then at the very end, he like puts on a mustache and throws two quick picks to end the game. Like, it's just amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I think you have that backwards. We're talking about Nathan Peterman. So the mustache was when he was throwing touchdowns. <laughs> the ripping it off for the reveal was the pick six. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and then the whole team was like, oh, shit, it's Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> Peterman. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. So outstanding. Um, yes. Yeah. I haven't yeah. even seen any. Like you know, I feel like this would have been a perfect uh, Elaine Bennis uh, uh, cut <laughs> there. Right? Yeah. It was. Uh, so so that was a, a double game killer with one of them being taint. Um, yep. So uh, that's pretty much how he got to fifty six. Um, the yep. rest of it was by low yardage um, overall and. Uh, because he didn't really make that many other mistakes. There were no fumbles or anything. It was just, you know, didn't really do anything great. That defense is actually not bad for Buffalo. Um, no, and it forced a lot of points on the other side for, uh, for Houston, right? Yeah. A lot of turnover, mm-hmm. a lot of sack fumbles. Um, yeah. Three yeah, fumbles so- for Deshaun Watson. He lost one of them. So three turnovers overall and still under 200 yards. It, it is kind of a shame because Buffalo's defense is okay. If yeah. not pretty good. And they're still going to lose games because, you know, Josh Allen and Nathan Peterman. Hey, don't forget Derek Anderson. Do you get this? Oh, my. He was once called the human victory cigar. And I, (laughs) when he was backing up Cam Newton, because the only time you saw him was in victory (laughs) formation. And I just, I can't help seeing him as a victory cigar now. Like, he just looks like a cigar. And I I like it. (laughs) So he was brought on because they wanted him to mentor Josh Allen like he had mentored Cam Newton. I can't believe that because his mentorship, quote unquote, was he had one weird season throwing to Braylon Edwards where he made the Pro Bowl in 2007. And then both of them cratered monumentally starting in 2008. And he never started again. So I guess he brings that um, expertise. No, but all of the articles about his signing two weeks ago were, oh yeah, he he did a really good job being the experienced quarterback in the room with cam newton and the bills want him to do that with josh allen that was the reason they signed him two weeks ago that sounds like talking yourself into something (laughs) well uh, as i said the bills fans are great at that um yes because talking yourself into Derek anderson as your starter is it takes a special kind of um i I mean reckless abandon does it take more reckless abandon than talking yourself into tavares jackson josh allen nathan peterman thad lewis um, oh, I, can, I, can, oh. I can go on and on jp lost yeah. um, oh my god oh and they, they're the one that gave the long contract to uh ryan fitzpatrick they're the ones the yep they're the ones who wifed up ryan fitzpatrick which everyone knows is the wrong idea <laughs> yep so ryan fitzpatrick you have a fling and then you cut him loose that's what tampa bay did they had their fling now they're they're going to go back to their regular girl Buffalo's the one that wiped him up, and I, I, I get it. They just, they just don't know. They can't make decisions. I get it. So, the other side of that game, as you said, Houston finished with forty-five. You did not start them. You started no. Dallas, who somehow put up forty on Jaguars' defense. Yeah, what happened? I don't even know yeah. what happened there. For some reason, Dak needed to play against a good team to actually look good i don't know it doesn't make sense to me yeah it doesn't make any sense but they finished with negative three but 
you still finished at 53 on the week, just enough to be, to beat Joseph, who finished at 52. Um, behind, well, 34 from Tennessee on, on that shutout against the Ravens. No points for the 11 sacks, but, but still uh, 34 points overall. And he was and, the only uh, owner to start his two best teams this week. He was, because he also got 18 from Washington. It was a, actually a banner Alex Smith day, even though they won. Um, 18 points from Alex Smith is, is pretty solid. So, as as it gets, Joe, yeah. yeah. Joe finished at 52. Um, the other, you know, Russ started Miami. He must, I almost sent an email congratulating him on getting a chance to start Brock Osweiler. And that obviously did not work out. Uh, 380 yards or something and, and a game-winning drive, and he, he finished in four. Well, he didn't realize he was starting Brock Osweiler during Brocktober. Brocktober, mm. you see, is when Brock Osweiler goes wild. Mm. Everyone I, knows this. <laughs> you know, it slipped my mind. Um, he did, however, get 46 points from uh, Oakland in, in that awful performance in London. Um, and so Russ finished it at 42. And those were definitely the top scores this week. There was a, a drop-off after that down to Sarah, who started her two worst teams. It was sort of a tie, but still finished with 20 for, for fourth place. Yeah, it was um, – and that was one where, you know, you'd expect Arizona to be a really good start with a rookie quarterback, but they really kind of underperformed in a pretty disappointing way um, in BQBL. I mean – she's got kind of four teams and I don't know, I think the giants in Arizona are probably the two best of them right now. Um, but none of them are scoring particularly well. I mean, if you look back, I mean, what's the last one, what's the last time one of her teams scored over, uh, her teams haven't scored over 20 since week, um, since week three, when she got a big score out of Arizona. Um, and that was the last, uh, the last week before uh, the Josh Allen experience. Right. So um, Arizona has 203 points on the season. That's second to Buffalo. But um, they so were they, all weeks one, two, and three before Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, Josh Rosen. Sorry, Josh Rosen. Yes. Apologies. That's exactly right. But so they've been solid, but you're right. Definitely concentrated. Yeah. So, so she's got a, a disappointing, competent turn. Um, yeah been sort of Alex Smith-like recently. Doesn't look great. He puts up like 200 yards one touchdown, just enough to get, you know, BQBL points. Yeah. I, I do think that special um, recognition is probably due for Marcus Mariota, who only put up 34 points despite the fact that he had more sacks than completions. You know, yeah. you would think that that would be a gigantic score, but he didn't actually throw any interceptions. And he, you know, he was actually, you know, given his difficulties, he had a pretty decent week going 10 for 15. Yeah. When he, he threw could over 100 yards. Receivers, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, yeah. So I, I think that, um, I don't know if the Ravens defense is that good, if Tennessee's line is that bad or some combination, but that was a, uh, that was a pretty fun outing to watch if you were a Ravens fan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then um, the overall standings yes indeed yeah well I'll say Will Will and I um, finished at at seven right and that was 
two points, uh, three points ahead of Jake, who finished at four. Nick lost the week at a negative four. Started Chicago, put up negative four in Denver, who who only put up three. Oh yeah, the Rams. It, it's also probably worth noting that of all the owners, um, you know, I think it was five of them had more points on the bench than points started. Um, yes. So, you know, the only three for that not being the case were myself, Joseph, and Russ. Um, yep. Everyone else had more points uh, on the bench than started. And I, I won this week uh, on the bench, um, and I am currently ahead on the season in bench points. So does that mean you know, you know the most or the least? Yes. Yeah, I thought that might be the case. Yeah. Um, you have the most total points overall, and you have taken the lead in the overall standings. Oh, big time. Uh, so Alex now with 29, um, but it's very close. Sarah in second place now at 20. Drops to third, but at 27, he's still only two wins off the lead. Um, Joe, after finishing with only one wing last week, came back this week, is now up to 25 and a half. So he's very clearly in the race. Um, there's a little bit of a drop off after Joe. Russ has 20 and a half. I have 19. Um, and then another drop off. Will has 10 and Jake back in last at nine. Yeah. All right. Well, so tune in next week for uh, more failure action and uh, yeah, I assume, I enjoy, the, enjoy this week. Eric Anderson, right? Yeah, it should, should be a, uh, should be a fun one with both Brock and Derek Anderson starting. Um, we have potential benchings out there. We could see a benching in Denver. Um, we could see a benching in New York for the Giants. I think that's yep. probably what Sarah's got to look forward to is some La Loetta action or La Letta, however you pronounce it. Um, so I think that there's, a, there's some potential this week for, for interesting twists and turns. Um, but uh, thank you for listening, anyone who does listen. And uh, we'll keep at this until you tell us to stop. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a good right. week. Likewise. Bye.